0: Hey, listeners! Welcome to another episode of the Kids Ministry One Hundred and One Podcast. Today, we have the very special privilege of being joined by my leader and the leader, the director of Lifeway Kids, the one, the only, my friend, Jenna Magruder. Hey, Jenna! That was
1: such a nice intro. Is that nice? Yes. I'm thank really you glad Chuck. that you're
0: here. Thank we, you. So, Jenna, we, Jenna and I co-lead the Lifeway Kids team, but she's my my boss. She's my leader. But we, when we have our updates, we meet regularly to talk about all the tasks and all the mm-hmm. things that are happening. So I can fill you in on what's happening in my area, and we can connect on strategy and things. But we have a great time <laughs> when we meet. We often get off on some personal right. conversation or something. Just you know, your family and my family and things. Life are happening in with the nineties, music. <laughs> we get off on the music. Different smells. Being we, noticed, Gen X or- we noticed today. We were riding the elevator together from one meeting to another here at LifeWay headquarters. And we got in the elevator, and there was a distinct smell.
1: Somebody had a lasagna, and there.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, it was like somebody ordered Olive Garden or yeah. something. Yeah. So there was like this pasta smell. Ew. And, <laughs> and now when, every when
1: when food is out of context and you smell it, it doesn't smell good. Like that in a nice kitchen could smell good, but when it's not, for some reason, it's foul. You know that's. What is that? I
0: think there's something to that. So, like, occasionally and i mean and i don't Our poor I, listeners. I don't take offense at this so just to be clear listeners occasionally like i'll be i'll be eating in a meeting or something and you'll be like are you almost done can yeah. you put that away
1: I, it is a pet peeve like i, I was gotta, eating I, be I was eating like
0: trying to be healthy right, right. so i was eating you like broccoli and cauliflower and then you brought a big old thing of ranch and, and what people don't understand
1: about ranch is that you it didn't had like lots the smell of Spices and smell. Hey, I like ranch dressing, but it has it, these little When you're eating it, it's rings. one thing. No, I
0: get it. When somebody else yes. is eating it, it can be like yeah. either give me some or take it that away. has a distinct smell. Popcorn is the other one.
1: I like popcorn. Okay, so. I don't get offended at popcorn unless it's burned.
0: Well, popcorn is one of those things where it smells good when it's yours. Yeah. But every now and then, like if you go into the break room and somebody had made popcorn yesterday and in it the smells lingering in the microwave, yeah. it's kind of nasty. That's gross. Yeah,
1: so and microwaves are just awkward.: Here's
0: my question for you. So, just you know, throughout our, our interactions together, I have come to perceive, call it a spiritual gift, that you have a sensitive olfactory you
1: sense. Think?
0: You think? I mean, you're aware of smells. I
1: am probably more
0: than anybody else I interact really? with. Really? You, you will you will call something out based on the smell. Okay. So
1: great. Noted. Have you known,
0: noticed that about yourself? Until only before now. only
1: while expecting children
0: okay uh, well true <laughs> so you can thing. have chris had that too oh <laughs> well, my goodness my wife had that when we yes. she was pregnant with one of our girls where i i was not allowed to eat in the house at <laughs> all for about 6 months i ate in my car and that was it and you can ask chris about it she will tell you yes, it's very funny. i can
1: relate very much so okay tangent here's
0: my question for you today okay what is a favorite smell Of yours. If you're going to smell something that's good, not garlic in the elevator (laughs) or leftover popcorn in the microwave, what are, what's one or two of your favorite smells? That's the
1: most random question ever.
0: Welcome to the podcast, everybody. (laughs)
1: Um, I mean, I really like to smell roses. That's so basic, girl.
0: No, that's all right. Okay. I mean, it's valid.
1: Okay. Um, and I like to smell a clean house, you know? What is,
0: does that smell like lemon fresh joy? Yeah. What, is the, what does a clean house smell maybe, like to you? Maybe like some like pledge, that. like
1: maybe a little pledge and a little Lysol all combined. Do you, so you use can... pledge? Um, only on certain pieces. You have to be careful. It
0: seems like people used to use pledge like yeah. for everything. You
1: have to be careful because yeah. you can ruin your furniture. It's like with good on wood,
0: right? <laughs> on, on nice wood. So okay, so you like, and I know you like lemon in general. So I like love lemon
1: smells. food. Those so are clean yes, smells. Yes, those are clean smells. Yes, I like soap.
0: The smell. Thank of you very soap. much. Okay, that's good.
1: Oh, okay. like a new bar you, of soap. Jack? Does What's have your a favorite good smell? smell?
0: See, I'm gonna a go really, this random. Okay, so okay. I'm a seven. You know, on the Inneagram, so you like all so the smells. I, I like. I don't have <laughs> favorites of any kind. I have favorite categories. So yeah, I mean, I do like the smell of soap. That's a good smell. Always. I kind of like man smell. Oh, <laughs> not, that's not weird. Ma- not smells and that make. I don't like. That. Okay, so listen. Let me clarify <laughs> I everybody. Like you that. I like the smell, the fumes of gasoline when I'm filling up a car. <laughs> I like the smell of, like, burning rubber from tires. I like the man smell smells. of sawdust, you know, working with wood. Hey, I like the smell Christmas of a trees? fire.
1: Yeah. Like a, a fire, fire pit, kind of a
0: fire, like they good wood. They make candles
1: that smell like that. Like man.
0: Yeah. Man like, smells.
1: Man smells. Man okay. sense. It's very, that, so, that's a whole line. You that's a, have a whole brand.
0: other th- Anyhow, <laughs> I like, I guess I'm like the typical guy. I also like the smell of pizza. That's a great smell. Like yeah. a hot pizza coming out of the oven. Although, for a while in college, I was a driver for Domino's, okay. and my car reeked oh, like pizza, yeah, and that yeah, was yeah. really That's, like mm-mm. yesterday's popcorn.
1: All right. So, Shall we move along? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So <laughs> we're
0: talking today about something that really actually is, um, is an issue that a lot of us don't get to talk about in kids' ministry. We spend a lot mm. of our time talking about practical things, how to execute ministry and how to recruit volunteers. But really, kids' ministry is about being a leader. We are leaders of leaders, and so part of that is serving on the church staff. If you are the staffer, do you have a voice at the leadership table of your church? How do you gain that voice? Right, Because there's an, there's are meetings that happen, some of which you may be included in and some of which you may not be, mm-hmm. and some of which maybe you're not, but you should be. Right. And so as senior leadership, uh, executive leadership at the church is making decisions, how do you go about having a voice to your leaders and the people who lead you? To represent on behalf of kids ministry and so you and i have talked about this and i want to give you the opportunity to share some of your insights and some of your advice having been there Mm -hmm. uh to uh to our listeners about how do we go about if we some of us may have that seat Mm -hmm. some of us may have been invited in right and uh and that's wonderful but others of us may be on the outside looking in and want to have opportunity to have a voice how, where do we begin? How do we get there from here? And so we want to talk today about finding your voice with your leaders and finding a seat at the leadership table. Yeah. So you have a few, a few tips uh, that you have. Actually, you've written blog posts and other things about this. And so, Trey, we can put some links uh, in there to Jana's uh, blog article from a year ago and other things. But let's talk about that. And so maybe it talks about or maybe we start with how do we relate to the person that we report to directly? So what advice would you have for us there as we begin to have conversations at a higher level with our leaders?
1: Yeah, well, you know, a lot of this has been on my heart and brain um, for the past several years because of just the people that we talk to out in ministry. Mm -hmm. And so when we are having conversations with churches um, on site, on the phone, um, through emails, you know, lots of people call us and ask us for advice and things like that. Uh, When we host people in the building, This is a recurring theme that we hear about a lot is how can I influence uh, not just the staff that I um, steward, but the staff that I'm actually seating, sitting at that table too? So the people that I lead with and um, the person that leads us. And so um, I think, you know. Sometimes in kids' ministry, we um, see the ministry silos, which you and I talk about a lot. You know, that was kind of the heartbeat behind even starting the Edge Conferences. The church has ministry silos. And um, guys, the... It's The struggle is real. We have those here at Lifeway, too, where we're constantly working to pull down silos and work together better. It takes
0: effort. It does. We need to be aware of them. Yes. But we also need to stand against them and keep tearing because it's natural. They'll go
1: right back up. Yes. If you're not careful. The bricks keep
0: getting put back in the wall and we have to constantly tear the bricks down. Yes, exactly. It's true.
1: So that's kind of the heart behind, you know, why... Why I've been um, writing about this in recent years, and um, and yeah, personal backstory too. Just having been on church staff, um, there is there can be a loneliness, mm-hmm. um, isolated feeling of, man, I'm in this kids ministry thing all by myself. Yes. Sometimes there is that feeling, and that is a real thing. Uh, we hear it from our colleagues out in the field. So, um, well, because think,
0: because we're in kids ministry, yeah. we know the importance of kids ministry. Mm-hmm. But a, a lot of leaders may or may not be aware right. of just how valuable kids ministry is. To the degree that they invite the kids team or the kids leader, right. to speak into they, bigger do things. Do they at the see the that
1: person as strategic? Do they see yeah. you know? I think. Um, uh, the the message that I hear the most is you know a lot of our senior pastors even are willing to uh, pour into kids ministry from a budget perspective. Yes. They know it takes a big chunk of the church budget, so they're willing to fund that as much as possible to to be able to um, buy things like curriculum and um, and host things that. That, uh, that you want to do for, for children's ministry and to reach families and young mm-hmm. families with children. Uh, so there's a funding there. And facilities. right? Because we can take yeah, up a lot of space. Yeah, we take up a lot of facility.
0: And, and we need special and so resources. so there's a recognition
1: yeah. of that, and that is good. Yes. Um, I think what I hear a lot is, I wish it would go beyond that. I wish that, you know, I, as a kids minister— uh, could you know, be more involved in strategic conversations that happen at, quote, the leadership table. And mm-hmm. when I say that, I mean a table that might not include you, right. And um, and maybe it should, and there are definitely appropriate times where it should not. And so my first piece of advice is to just steward what you have very, very well. Yes. And so acknowledge that you've been placed where you are, your calling, and where uh, the people who lead you feel you're placed best. And you have to respect their leadership in that. Yes. And so... Um, honor that and and do your very best where you are before you're looking to leap something or to, um, to automatically think that you need to be included in something.
0: Well, and we all we have a desire to be thought leaders and mm-hmm. to have our to have our voice heard. But you mentioned respect, yeah. and, and that kind of goes with trust. And so we have to earn some of that. We have to earn right. the right to have a voice. And I think you mentioned you know, something along the lines of what I heard as you were talking was we need to behave in a manner that, that would suggest that we have a valid and important perspective and a voice that needs to be heard. And part of that isn't something that we just demand to have that audience, but we need to earn the trust and respect of those who we work with.
1: Right, and so don't think that you can just waltz right in and, you know, be able to have a red carpet introduction into, you know.
0: Welcome to the leadership exactly. table. Here's your pasta.
1: Exactly. Now, <laughs> some some church staffs, and I think this is becoming more common, which I think is encouraging, um, automatically are structured where you have a seat there. Yes. There is a seat for you, and it is a valued seat, and your voice is valued.
0: And in one sense, having that seat mm-hmm raises your game because it tells you the expectation is that you are going to be a high level thinker. Correct. Yeah.
1: Correct. And so then you better do your homework there so you can keep your seat and not get kicked out. Um, So yeah, I would just start, start where you are, steward that well. Mm -hmm. um, And then um, really uh, focus on your direct report. So whoever is leading you. So it's probably not the senior pastor. Some of us may have the senior pastor as or executive pastor as a boss. But there may
0: be a next gen leader. But there or could a be a minister leader, of education, a family. Enemy. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So there's lots of other you know opportunities to um, to work with that person really really well. So so lead where you are, and then have a great relationship with your direct report.
0: And how how do you go about establishing that relationship in a way that that's strong and appropriate?
1: Yeah, I think that. Uh, Communication is key. Mm-hmm. And so stay in touch with that person, um, even if, if they become forgetful about staying in touch with you. Uh, mm. They have a lot on their plate. Yeah. And so l- part of leadership, leadership, sorry, Trey. That's okay. okay. Uh, part of leadership is to, um, is to lead up in a way that honors the person that's leading you. And so yeah. that's serving them and, and making things easy for them. Um, so keep that in mind as you're, um, as you're working with your direct report.
0: So communication, to, to click on that one more time here for a moment, it's we're responsible to communicate because it could be easy for us to kind of passively or even passive-aggressively say, well, if my leader wants to talk to me, they know where my office is. They can come and find me. But you're saying really we need to be responsible to push information to them and to, make, and to be the ones who initiate Engagement. Yes,
1: that's part of that is part of leading up is initiating that and also to communicate regularly what you're doing, what are your goals, what are your uh, values in children's ministry, what is what are you currently working on, what is your team dreaming about, the team that you're leading. Be sure that the, your direct report knows all those things. Yeah. You may think they do um, through telepathic communication. Right. You know, I'm sometimes guilty of that of thinking that you know. Somebody knows this already, and we assume, and we assume, that, that, that's and that's clear. always a mistake. Yeah. So, so communicate regularly mm. um, in a way that's comfortable for your uh, for your leader. Um, I start there,
0: and you might have to clarify that expect expectation for what's the best way to communicate. Is that an email for them? Is it a conversation? It could be different for everyone. Is it a phone everyone. call? Is it a meeting over coffee?
1: Yeah, everyone so, has their own preferences. Yeah. And, and so, so you, you need to figure that. out
0: what your what your boss prefers. That's right. Yeah, and that's, then meet. You'd them be where real they are. smart to do that for sure.
1: <laughs> yes. So I think that's a great place to start. So, um, again, um, just to uh, steward what you have, to lead up to your, your direct report, um, and then think about lateral leadership. So look mm-hmm. to your right and to your left. And who are your colleagues that... Um, In the other silos? Well, the other well, silos, shouldn't be silos, but they but should be right next to you without a wall.
0: Student ministry yeah. and possibly preschool if it's separate than kids. Correct. And adult ministries or small group leaders. So, okay, so you're talking about connecting with those people who are on a similar level to us in the organization. Yes. And how, why is that so important?
1: Um, I think that if we are um, working on the same goals and the same kind of ministry philosophy, we talk a lot about how to do that here. Um, If you're if you're wanting to align, there are different ways to align, not just content. That's what's always the scary way to align because we think it's all going to fall apart. And sometimes it does. Yeah. Like we Uh, have to
0: teach the same thing on the same week. People get real threatened by that.
1: And then silos go back up like you're not going to influence me on that. But there are other ways to gain some synergy uh, to um, in alignment. And so that can look like Getting on the same page in terms of ministry philosophy, uh, you know, for us at Lifeway Kids, you know, we talk about um, um, heart transformation, kingdom expanding, and culture shaping, and so does our student ministry. And yeah. so that right there is a common language that we in student ministry can use, and then we can inform family ministry with those same values. Um, so, you know, look to your right and left and look. Um, Lead laterally.
0: And it's important for us to do that because the family doesn't necessarily live in the silos that we do, right? Because families could have kids that are in multiple ministries at the same time, and they're in another one as parents. And as children grow up and move from preschool to kids to student on to adulthood, there could be gaps and cracks between those ministries that we can bridge if we have a relationship and if we have mutual trust and respect for other leaders who are lateral with us. makes a better experience for the child and for the family.
1: Exactly. And so that also includes your adult leaders. Mm. So the the ones that have the ears of mom and dad, uh, how can they know what you're doing and what you're planning and what your goals are for children's ministry and then likewise for student ministry? The adult ministry leader, whether that's a minister of education or a discipleship pastor, whoever has the ear yes. of mom and dad, um, it's really important to uh, help them understand what, what you're doing so that they can jump in and gain traction to get to mom and dad in a better way because we all desire for homes to be healthier, for our parents to be discipling at home, and for there to be growth Um, In families. And so Mm. once that's established, it makes that lateral leadership piece even fun because you're all engaged in the same um, strategy.
0: So we need to connect with our direct report. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. We need to connect laterally. You also say we need to have our own personal connection with the senior pastor. Yes. Tell us about that.
1: Well, if you can, and I realize we uh, all serve in different sizes and shapes and forms of church yes the local church um and so for some of us it's easier to have a connection with the senior pastor for others it could be multiple layers True. between you and the senior pastor so texting him and saying i need to make a meeting would maybe May not, not be, be appropriate.
0: <clears throat> however you still think it's important that we have some kind of relationship with that leader
1: if at all possible. Yeah. And that is um, something to be prayerful about because you want to do that in an appropriate way sure, sure. Um, as you approach them. And so maybe it's um, maybe it's an email. If that if that feels culturally appropriate in your church context, uh, maybe it is just a conversation in the hallway after staff meeting, after Um, a a worship service, even when, you know, you can um, speak to him, just say, Hey, I would love to be able to, to grab a few minutes to, to talk about whatever it is. So when you get
0: those few minutes, how do you use that time? Why is it important? Why is it, (laughs) what is it that you would want to communicate or suggest that our listeners communicate when they do get those few minutes of time?
1: I think it's about sharing, um, Hey, could I have a few minutes with you to share what's going on currently in kids ministry? Mm. Our vision for what's next in kids ministry. Um, make sure that he knows that you're not just talking about next week's trunk or treat, or you know, because he's not going to want to hear about that, right. more than likely, right. uh, or at least have a. He's not he might want to hear about it right there in the minute. Like, how's it going? How's right, registration sure, or sure. whatever? Do you need any help? Are um, you talking about bigger? I'm talking about these bigger things where you're strategies laying groundwork. For um, buy-in, really, for from the senior pastor for children's ministry. That's it. That's what we really want at the end of the day, and we want buy-in that will reflect um, um, where we're headed, mm-hmm. not just in a budget, but in a uh, a way that a senior pastor can cast vision from his seat yes. to the rest of not only the staff but eventually. The church congregation yes and so when a church congregation your church family knows that the senior pastor is bought in locked arms with you and your colleagues for how to uh, reach parents reach um, um, kids and students then um, there's a lot of synergy there that can um, that can go a long way.
0: And how great is it when you have your senior pastor be a champion for kids ministry? That's what we want. And see the value of yeah. everything from why we do VBS and how great that is to engage with kids and reach the community and attract families and not see it as something that is in the way, right. but something that they actually want to be a champion for and be involved in. Same with our recurring kids ministry efforts yeah, it's wonderful to have that, and so to have that direct relationship, I can see can be so so valuable, mm-hmm. and uh, and I know that some people out there are lacking that. Yes. and so for those people who are lacking it, what what encouragement would you get them? Would you give them today? Would you say go ahead and send that email, <laughs> or make or take? What steps might We take yeah. right, sure.
1: Um, well, don't be discouraged. You're not alone. That's good. Um, and um, and don't give up. Don't be, uh, don't give up, and and be okay in the waiting place. You know the Doctor Seuss book that says there's a waiting place where you're waiting, waiting, waiting. There's yeah. lots of different seasons in our life um, where we're waiting on things, but uh, certainly um, as you're waiting to um, to to gain some some um, opportunities to to lead with your senior pastor, with your minister of education, um, be okay in the waiting place. Uh, stay. Uh, Stay, uh, don't lose your um, joy or your peace. That will be noticed. Or your focus.
0: Or your focus.
1: Uh, Like we said at the very beginning, it's very important for you to stay focused on what God's given you.
0: And you said start where you are. Mm
1: -hmm. Start where you are. Yeah. That's right.
0: Great. Well, thank you, Jana. It's always fun when we get to talk with microphones. I mean, (laughs) we have these conversations all the time. We should just carry microphones everywhere. And then we'd have like unlimited podcast podcasts.
1: That would be fun. We would be like a morning talk show.
0: People would probably... Well, I guess I might listen because <laughs> you never know what we're going to end up talking about. Watch it, Trey. Careful. Well, Jana, thank you for your time. We'll have you back on again really soon. Sounds so we can good. keep talking about more things. Listeners, thank you for your time. We know that your time is valuable and the things that you put into your ears are important to you as you're selective about what you listen to. So thank you for choosing the Kids Ministry 101 podcast. Please share it with your friends. Tell the other people uh, that you work with, that you lead with, your volunteers. Share episodes. By the way, if you like Lifeway Kids, on facebook we will push each new release of the podcast out into your feed you can also subscribe and have uh, notifications pushed to your email and you can do uh, that at kidsministry 101.com and that's also where you can find archives of the podcast so thank you for listening to this episode and please listen to others and tell your friends we'd love to have you do that uh, we also want to invite you to check out lifeway.com slash vbs it is time to start thinking about summer even though summer VBS is coming and you want to do it in a big way, right Jana? That's
1: right. Yeah. Never too early to talk we, about
0: VBS. VBS is is a, such a highlight of the year. We talk about mountaintops and milestones and it is both of those things yes. in the kid's space. So we have a brand new Directors Club. And That's so the right, Directors Club, yeah, the Directors Let's Club, talk if about you that. are the director, you can sign up for the Directors Club and we have exclusive content helps and and downloadables Mm -hmm. and art and different things that is designed just for you and if you're the director you can sign up there at lifeway.com slash vbs and you can join the director's club and get all that great stuff how cool is that
1: it's so cool and it's our first time to offer this so check it out for sure
0: yeah it's brand new yeah so if you are the director do that if you're not the director you should still go there because you can see the daily biblical themes or the, the content for each day you can download and listen to the music the theme song is amazing yes concrete i'm not going to sing it sorry you can listen at lifeway.com slash vbs and so check it out i know janna you always are involved in vbs at your church yes and it's super fun it's isn't so it fun. and you had even one of your kids made a decision at vbs right yes just this past summer how, which how cool is that yes praise god it is worth it's it we have uh, vbs is worth it that's the title of a book we have about vbs and so check that out too wherever you find books like lifeway.com <laughs> all right I digress. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you back another time at the Kids Ministry 101 podcast.